The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today we are doing 4.5 part duh. Yeah, baby. Part Do you remember the movie uh, Hot Shots part duh? I do Ugh. remember Hot Shots part yeah, I do. duh. Uh, you know what? One of I the best like parody movies ever. I need to rewatch Hot Shots because of my new love for Top Gun. Have you guys seen Maverick yet? Have you both seen Maverick? <laughs> No, have not. I I'm saw not with you, Mikey. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, what, right. What that's true. That's true. I forget because <laughs> I I lost myself when I was you seeing the movie. It was too. the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Mike, apart you, from you came out since and said I was I was the best person you could have watched that movie with. Yeah, uh, that's true. But also, I'm uh, I've I've done copious amounts of drugs and alcohol since then, so my memory is just a little <laughs> bit hazy. That's it. Cool. Sounds good. Hey, I know we're like starting the podcast off here and we have to do our, you know, rattle off the intro, let people know why we're here. But since we're talking about old movies yeah. coming back, did you guys see that there's a new Beavis and Butthead coming out pretty soon? I no, I did not. Yeah, it's called Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. Amazing. I'm so fucking stoked. It comes out in like a couple weeks, I think. They better I, have a they better have an intergalactic psychedelic trip like like they did in the desert in the first one. Oh, right. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be great. Yeah, fucking 90s nostalgia is just like fucking taking over everything right Which now. Which is great because it's, so, it's uh, all us getting to the age yeah. and then being like, hey, look, we've got money to spend on nostalgia now. Like, we didn't have income when we were watching these things as kids. Now we're just like, hey, we're the demographic. We're the market now. Uh, Dude, yeah, just watch. Just about the time that we run out of shit to talk about on this podcast, it's going to blow up real good for us. Exactly. There'll be exactly. nothing left to talk about. The yeah. 2000s is on the way. I can feel it. Hell yeah. But uh, speaking of the 2000s, we're here to talk about some shit that may have originated in the 2000s, but baby, it's all about 2022 and Jackass 4.5. Yeah, the boys are at it again. Chris, did you have a fun fact this time? Am I am I well, cutting into your fun I, fact I, time? I, yeah, no, because I kind of blew my load last week after coming back. I should have I should have saved like the six that I did last week because I was like looking forward and I literally grabbed everything <laughs> I could think. So I didn't really think that one through. I came back with a vengeance and kind of fucked myself for the next week. So um, all right. Yeah, all right. I don't know. I'm going to try and maybe I'll try and get a little creative next week. Shit, man. I understand, though, you know, and if it's fitting enough. Don't let him off the hook. What are you doing, Jay? He has one job. (laughs) What are you doing? He has one thing to do per episode apart from watch the show that we're doing. No, no, Mikey. I have a huge job is to carry your ass. Uh, Okay. Yeah, to look look all handsy over there, too. I see you're growing your hair out. Huh? Yeah. I'm trying to look. It's so great. I, I saw my barber guy playing soccer the other day, and he's like, took off his hat and he had blonde hair he's like that we're doing this for you at hides of grace i was like ah, i am kind of going through a midlife crisis right now so why not <laughs> yeah fuck yeah buddy uh but hey you may have blew your load too soon on the fun fact thing but don't worry we've got plenty of cum because if you remember last mm. time where we left off man we got the cum it was we man covered in the uh i said it was horse semen but it was not it was pig semen 
pig semen. My notes were not corrected. Well, it's because it's because as as we went over, and this actually got edited out of the episode because Chris had some <clears> technical <throat> difficulties, so we had to to play a little fast and loose with that. Apologies for the people who were watching it over on YouTube, but uh, uh, it wasn't. Johnny was saying hog semen, and it sounded no, like boar, he was boar, boar, sorry, boar semen, and it sounded like he was saying horse semen. See, yeah. just carrying you, Mikey, just like usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept that one. That was that was a good save, man. You know so, what? The, like like talk about like you always listen to podcasts, and the hosts yeah. always complain about making one little mistake and the number of people who come out of the woodworks to correct you on it all the time and it's like it you know we're not as big as like the biggest podcast but we're of a size now where every single episode i get people coming out like how did you miss this what did you like guys <laughs> yes we made it <laughs> guys, oh i was waiting for this moment we're here we arrived boys. like arrived. it takes it takes me an hour at least to watch 20 minutes worth of jackass because still I'm taking notes. I've never and made I, a mistake and I just will breeze through it. Well, it's hard to make a mistake got a when you are one, Chris. You can't argue with that right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, no, but it's it's amazing how, like, you'll still miss little things. Like, I'm stopping and starting as we go. Sometimes I like to get a little bit high before we watch it so I can, you know, make some funnier comments and this, things like that. So if I miss, like, a something little, I guess I apologize. I don't know. I think yeah. I think here's the thing. I think people are coming out and doing the corrections out of love. I, I'm grateful that people are listening in that much detail. Keep on doing it because, uh, you know, I, I like to know when these things come up but uh take the hatred out of your voice i think for those of you who have a little bit of tinge of, of animosity when you do see it. i completely disagree hammer mikey really hard with it if i make a mistake you know just <laughs> let it slide you know just brush it under the rug say hello say chris we love you but if mikey does it because he will lose fucking sleep at night and well, i yeah. need him to get as gray as i've been going so just fucking keep ha hammering with it you, you know you know what's hilarious too is people are are totally going to do exactly what you just said i know uh -huh. you're going to see a ton of we love you chris in the comments uh -huh. i shouldn't i shouldn't have fucking brought it up I, I don't know when yeah. I became the heel of the podcast. Like, sorry for caring know. so much, but now I'm just like the like just like the whipping boy of all this. It's whatever. I think it's, it's sometime around the around the point where you started abducting all those children from public parks, probably. Oh, so when I was like there. 19 years old, man, I've, yeah. I've been, that's like 14 years of experience. It, this only started recently. <laughs> I'm having fun. Can we just do this for the rest yeah. of the show? Is that all right? I, I would say I that, except for definitely one of my favorite bits is the next one up on the all docket. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it then. So Dark Shark is here <laughs> to get a little Dark bit Shark. of behind-the-scenes action. Finally, I was hoping we'd see more behind-the-scenes in this venue. They're in the room with the bear, you know, the bear where Aaron's chained to the chair. Hey, look at Are me. you I'm making rhyming. a nursery Spitting rhyme right now? <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that's just some straight... I'm spitting truth over here. He's a poet. He doesn't even know it, Mikey. <laughs> I, I didn't know it. Uh, listen, though. Good thing he has a plaid shirt to hide behind, though, so he'll be all right. Don't <laughs> yes. worry about any bears. When you have a plaid shirt, they just basically... They can't see you anymore. Uh, Knoxville does remind Dark Shark here that uh, the trees painted on the wall are not real, and yes. no, you cannot climb them to get away from the bear. <laughs> the, the funniest idea is is him hiding behind his plaid. Like, what does he expect to be doing? And he does, he just like flattens himself against the wall. It like, his reactions just make no sense to me. And especially Chris, like you were talking about in, in a recent episode about how, uh, ingrained he was in this gang culture and, and how he must he's have done. He's a fucking done, gangster like, for sure. He's a gangster like, and, and you know, they, they go was. over. Yeah, it was. And they go over a lot of his, his past experiences in this, uh, in this movie explicitly later on during the skydiving portion. But it's like, how does he have this much fear? Like, if this is how he's yeah. reacting in these situations, could you imagine someone like pulls a gun on him and he hides behind his plaid shirt? Like, See, he couldn't be having the same things. It's it. I, I think it comes down to like you. 
it, it goes to show how powerful the brain is. Like you could deal with the most aggressive situations as if it's what you're used to dealing with, which is why I find the dark uh, shark concept in this so funny and just yeah. in general, like he probably had guns pulled on him all the time. Probably. Got, I think he said no, he, he got shot a bunch of times. He was shot nine times. I, I remember and him he saying probably that reacted so yeah. stone cold. You know what I mean? Like, but he, like he said, he's like any of this white guy shit, any of this shit that's outside of those types of environments freak him out because he's so not used to it. So like, yeah. and, and this is like, white guy I, I just pictured in his head when he was covering himself up the plaid. He covered his face like yes. as if yeah. if yeah, I yeah. can't see it, it doesn't exist right now. You know what I mean? It was just like the most honest the reaction. Thing. He did the same thing I used to do when I thought there were ghouls and goblins in my yeah. bedroom. I was like it's still hiding under the covers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The ghost exactly. can still stab you. The bad guy can still touch you. He can see you, but you feel safer when you don't have to look at it for some reason. Well, I, think, I just can't yeah. believe they did this to him knowing how, like when you saw how scared they were when they did the tran- the, the tarantula thing Yeah, and right. and he's grabbing them and they, they were so scared to get him pissed off at them that they literally just made danger Aaron, like take the do, punishment of the, the prank, punishment. even though he won. So for them to actually do the bear thing of everything, like it blew me away. Like I just, well, because I thought they this got was to so be good. on the other side of the glass. That's, that's true. It. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Be- behind the metaphorical blanket. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and you know, I, this whole segment is just fucking great to see. I, you know, I was hoping that this is what this whole fucking 4.5 thing was going to be, man. Yeah, Just same. like, I want to see how this shit came together and we're getting a lot of it and there's a lot more great stuff to come. I don't really have much more to say about this. I, I have one I last thing guys. to say. The bear yeah. actually bit him in the ass. Dude, it's like, a this millennial is not a tame bear. bear. It's no, well, it, yeah. it is tame. It's a millennial. Kind of <laughs> nod on him a little bit. <laughs> she loves eating that ass, dog. Loves eating yeah. that ass, yeah. Get in there. Oh, man. Speaking of eating ass, there's something later in this that is we'll get there i don't even i don't even <laughs> yeah. do that right yes. now um but dave dave england he actually says it on camera here and we already mentioned this before but uh, it comes up right now he developed ptsd shooting this film so hey i'll say it once we'll say it again we were fucking right again how do you like that boys ptsd uh, baby and what a transition because once dave's on screen talking about ptsd you know he must be referencing the silence of the lambs he says this was the sketch that took it too far for him dave says he thought he was going to die a painful death in that room and i don't he's not making a joke there no. he actually believes he was going to die in that room i believe that he believed that too i think the jackass guys are so good at yeah. oh fuck at yeah. at creating that sense of like you don't know what the fuck's going to happen one of the one of the things that I don't want to move past without mentioning is is when they talk about his PTSD. Do you guys remember the first clip they showed? No, is it a, from one of the old movies? Yes, like it was the doorbell. Back, right? It was the 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 doorbell oh. where the thing <laughs> pops out at him, fuck. and that's yeah. kind of where we said it developed. Yes, and it, and it turns it out like that's what it was because yeah. <laughs> he's Dude, so clearly, good, eh? When he's just like he's looking around, he's like, I don't understand what the fuck. What did you do to me? Yeah. And that fear, <laughs> that that tearful, like wincing look, never left him from that doorbell moment onwards. I fucking hope Dave England is an organ donor. And uh, we get to find out what happened to his brain when he passes away. Because <laughs> I don't know if that's like going too far to make a Just joke a about that. But like when the guy took the fucking doorbell thing to the head, it feels like he became a different person after that. That's not a good thing. I mean, okay, look at like fucking professional hockey players and the shit they go through with head traumas. It's a scary world, man. I, I, I kind of wonder if this guy's got a little bit of that going on. I think on. everyone's I mean, got an element. Uh, everyone on Jackass has an element of CTE. Like, you can't avoid it when you've had yeah. four or five concussions. But I think it's more about this. Look, for so long, Jackass was just, let's go on set. We'll fuck around. 
and then we'll go home and and we'll we'll do our thing. Dave took the doorbell thing. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I think it was from Jackass 2. And it was a little yeah. prank. And it turns out from the behind the scenes, we found out that that he was just going over to Johnny Knoxville's house. They weren't shooting. There was none of that. He was going to and load up the, his iPod. iPod going to yeah. load up his iPod with songs. And it, Chris it, the goddamn iPod and, and action as innocent as ringing a doorbell resulted in him <laughs> nearly dying. And yeah, for oh, the yeah. rest of his life now, he has to go around <laughs> thinking this could happen at any moment. Yeah, I don't, he probably <laughs> doesn't ring doorbells anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, full stop. That would not be a fun shit. life to live, like no, literally being wouldn't. on the edge at all times. Yes. And, oh. and here's the craziest thing. They they take advantage of it. Did you guys hear how long the Silence of the Lambs lasted for each of the each of the groups? No, no I missed that. Hit me. 20 minutes. They were in that room <laughs> for 20 minutes. Jesus and Christ. I know if you're if you're out there and, and you're thinking like 20 minutes, that's not a lot of time. Go go right now as you're listening to this. Go put yourself in a plank position on the ground. Go for 45 seconds and tell me how long that felt. Now turn the lights off and have people torturing you and tell me that 45 seconds doesn't feel like 45 hours or a year of your life. 20 yeah. minutes in that state would be tort, literal torture. You, you, you might not be yeah, able to yeah. come back from that. Fully. No, no, I don't think you can. Especially because you're just in the fucking dark the whole time. Yes. Too. <sighs> I think that just makes time go even slower. You know, you have you have no frame of reference for anything. Oh. I'm so happy they did this stunt, and I'm very, I'm even more happy great. that they gave more time to it to hear from the guys behind the scene and really, like, you, you, we might think it's funny and it's not that scary, you know what I mean? Because you're just ca- getting caught up in the moment, and you laugh at their reactions, thinking they might be hamming it up a little bit, and when you get to see them talking about it after, it's like a new appreciation for it comes because it it, it was a gnarly, gnarly sketch. No, Dave literally says uh, he thinks they took it too far, and I don't think he's joking. I think he legitimately in his heart believes that they they overstepped, and it, we benefit from that, but it does kind of suck yeah. to know that he felt betrayed on set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's easy to feel sympathy for Dave Angle. Mm-hmm. He seems like such a good, solid dude. It's, it's like when he gets fucked with, you feel like, ah, poor, why Dave? Yeah. Why did it have to be Dave, you know? It could have been Aaron, ah. jeez. Could have been Aaron, and nobody would be complaining, right? That's the thing. Uh, But hey, you know, there's something to be said when you have Eric Andre, who is like the master of fucking with people on set, talking about how scared he was to see what these guys go through. (laughs) He clearly does not want to be here. I think it's funny, though, because it's like a reversal of he does this to people day in and day out on the Eric Andre show, and now he's kind of like he's the guest on the show, and I don't think he likes the role reversal. Like, he he does the... um, he makes the mistake that Steve-O mistakes and he goes to take a piss, right? Yeah. And I'm just thinking, oh, that's good. You know, he's going to go go drain the lizard, whatever. And then immediately when he opens that door, I'm just like, oh, wait, wait a second. Eric, no, don't go in there. Eric. Don't pee. Don't do it. And of course, the thing fucking explodes. So he pissed all over oh, himself. And it, it's, it's, so just, fu- it's so funny, too, so because it's like you, you, you could tell by the daylight that was like first thing in the morning. You know, yes. like his day Early started morning. off by yeah. pit. like, what do you do? You literally <laughs> pissed your entire pants. Sometimes when you put your dick back in and there's still like one last little squirt, it, it's really <laughs> uncomfortable for a long time. Yeah. And this is a full, full blown piss job. And then you have to just what, go about your day. It's not like you brought a change of pants. No, yeah. no, it's, oh, it's, and- it's great. I, I like these little pranks. And as you mentioned, Jay, in the last episode, we get a lot of a lot more of the the crew to crew stunts because they couldn't do men on the street pranks after COVID started. And we know yeah, that this was yeah. during COVID because the whole thing starts off with Eric coming on set, doing the nose swab. He's got the mask on, right. but he's also pissing with the door open. That's weird. Why are you doing that, Eric? 
It's, it's a, comfortable with the guys. You know? <laughs> comfortable with the I guys. I with yeah. the door open all the time. Maybe True. he was scared that they were going to do something, so he wanted to keep one eye out the door. Ah. Yeah, that's that. That's fair. You're Not fair expecting enough. it to literally explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck the one plate. You can't even have your piece in the bathroom. It's like, I'm not even part of you guys. And you're going to explode me? Like, come on. (laughs) Now you're going to explode me. Famous last words. I want that on my tombstone. Now you're going to explode me? Do you watch much of the uh, Eric Andre show at all? I fucking love that show. I never have. No. Oh, Chris, you would love it. I I bet I would. I just never got around to it. Yeah. You got to check it out, dude. Like, I I took a bit of a break from it. And I just starting to catch up now in season five, which isn't by any stretch new anymore. But I've been just watching that. And uh, there's a fucking free live stream if you go on Adult Swim of all the old episodes yeah. sometimes. Oh. Just for comfort, baby. I'll put that shit on. And it's it still hasn't lost its, its luster. And I'll even say this, boys. This might be controversial on this podcast. I think I like Eric Andre's show better than I like this show. No jokes. Jackass I, or, I, or Jackass? Yeah. I'm like laughing hysterically through the Eric Andre show more so than when I watch an episode of Jackass. Not All right, saying guys. Jackass is shit. Flood Jay's DMs. But- flood the messages. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be the only safe one. <laughs> I'm nowhere to be found. Yeah. He is kind but, of a ghost. Uh, He's yeah, like uh, ghost. one of those ghost guys for movies. Oh, good reference, Chris. Wow. <laughs> Did you think about that one before we started recording? He's Dude, I'm those... not like you. I don't plan out every possible conversation. I have 15 jokes lined up, ready to go. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> you should be one. because that shit sucked. <laughs> it was cool. In my you know head. what? Just like Mikey plans all of the conversations he's going to have in his day. You know, you can't get all the plans for the movie into the movie. And this is one that, Mikey, you expressed a little bit of regret not seeing in the movie. This is Big Game Hunting, the elephant gun we only heard about. <laughs> In the credits yes. of Jackass Forever now makes its appearance. Everybody is dressed up as hunters. Uh, <laughs> just think fucking Steve Irwin, I guess. Like not not even like like outfit. hunters like you would think. They're dressed up like the, uh, the like, African big game. Like, yeah, like, 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 you know, like yeah. the Monopoly man kind of guy. Like, like Tarzan's in, uh, dad from the Disney yeah, Tarzan movie. They're all dressed, exactly. They're all cosplaying as him. Yeah. Yeah. We fucking talked about the Monopoly man. He wears a tuxedo. <laughs> no, but it, it reminded me of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, too. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? When he's with that's, that Monopoly, just like. That that's whole fair. party—that's how everyone was dressing. And I, again, yeah. I can't really figure out how to word things, so well, it's, I just—it's a British big you guys game to be in my brain. where it yeah. was a lot, and it was like you'd go out in groups of people, and the pomp and circumstances around this one because they're hunting three elephants. It's Wee Man, Preston Lacey, and uh, yeah. Zackass, the new the new uh, size based members of the Jackass crew. It's a gimmick like, now. Man. We need yeah. to make fun of the size and shapes of people. Uh, <laughs> let's line up Wee Man, Zackass, and Preston that. Lacey. They've always fucking done that Come it's so on. perfect no but i mean it, it makes logical sense because two of them are elephants the two biggest people and then they have the baby elephant and who's the smallest the person it's <laughs> adorable um so i do cute. love i love the setup of this one they're basically shooting this high powered i think it's tennis balls in there but like crazy mm. uh crazy high speeds with some sort of air compressor or something like that the pomp and circumstance in this one is amazing you've got dave england loading up the rifle like with an old musket style jasper's <laughs> just like fucking dancing. rifle too he's just like yeah the rifle is literally like this uh, it's probably 12 feet long and they need three people to carry it um and they're just slowly walking up to the elephants and making dumb jokes like before they fire they're just like god save the queen god save the queen and they (laughs) just like fired like that shit is that's peak jackass for me yeah you want to see someone get hurt uh uh yeah you want to see a little bit of pranks and this and that but it's the absurd 
humor that goes along with it, the dressings of the prank that I think makes a good prank great. And it turns out that I think the only reason this one didn't make it into the final cut is because it's cut short by uh, 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 an explosion later on at some point in the recording, which we'll get to eventually. You, you know what yeah. I love? That's It's another thing that we touch on. This seems to be a common thread because I'm just giving ourselves a pat on the back. <clears throat> We're talking about a lot, especially in the, the the Jackass Forever episodes, Tremaine just egging the guys on and really getting them to do that extra shot, sometimes for no reason, maybe for his own enjoyment, which leads to these good behind the scene moments. And we're talking, we're wondering how he gets that done. And they really break down the good cop, bad cop between Knoxville and Tremaine. So like yes. Tremaine's like, yeah, just Johnny could walk up and just get him to do something, you know, and I'm sitting there egging him on. I thought it was really interesting because we we're literally talking about that. And again, they went back and explained this type of situation. And yeah. it was just funny to have them confirm it. Specifically, what you're talking about is when Preston takes a shot that's like super heavy, right in in probably the liver or something like that, and uh, uh, like and he's down for the game. count. And Jeff goes to Johnny like, "We need we need more." Uh, but then you're right; it's Johnny's job to soften it up and be like, "Oh, Preston, you got another one," and you right. And like, I think the reason that works is because Jeff is never the one or very seldom the one putting his own body on the line. And it's kind of like when you have Tom Cruise on set with you, the story is that he's the hardest worker in every movie he's in. So if he's okay filming more or doing a stunt or this and that, you have to be because he's the star, he's the highest paid, and he's also willing to work harder than you. So when Johnny says you got to take another shot, you do it because if Johnny were in your position, he would too. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's it. Um, I love the revenge though. You guys want to talk about the revenge here? Um, so Tremaine, all comfy and cozy in his director chair for most of this. There's a point where he has to get up or what we're talking about here and kind of make sure everyone's okay and egg him on a little bit. But as he's standing there behind him, Knoxville and the crew have wandered away and they've got the elephant gun ready (laughs) up, up on their shoulders. Just like four men hoisting this fucking thing up. Knoxville's already laughing so much that I can't believe Tremaine didn't notice something was up right behind him. But uh, he's just over there doing director shit. And next thing you know, um, and this is literally right before Tremaine says to the camera, the guys don't like seeing me get hurt. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he that's his excuse for not doing any stunts. And Um, immediately everyone who's with him in that portion of the interview, I know Spike Jones is there, just turns on him like, what the fuck are you talking about? We love to see you get hurt. (laughs) Like, you're not some pariah. They fucking shoot this thing at him and it hits him right in the back and he just goes down and it's fucking hilarious to watch Knoxville here because, you know, he's just eating this shit up. And when they're resetting after Tremaine's like, you know, back up off the ground and they're going to do the sketch again. He's just laughing so much. He says, I'm on cloud nine. I've dropped my accent and everything like he, he no longer gives a shit like his day. He's nothing's going to top this. That's the peak for him. Well, I love it, it. I mean, this all come, kind of comes back. This was probably a step removed from them figuring out whether I mean, like Spike Jones in, in the first part of, of, of our review in one of the interviews very early on says, we're just going to film some stuff and see if the movie comes to us. Right. And in yeah. that sense, there were some moments in in 4.5 where it felt like they were just kind of doing it for themselves. And that energy seems to have been maintained even when they decided we're going to make this a movie like Johnny, like you said, he's just laughing his ass off. He's there for him. And he kind of realizes like if he's having a good time, the audience is going to have a good time. And we did because this was fantastic. And then there's an explosion in the distance 
because a, a porta potty goes goes up in flames. And the way that they run over to the exp- like drop everything, they just drop everything and run over. <laughs> it felt like fucking summer camp. Like, oh, let's go see what's going on in the porta potty area. And they're <laughs> all like, so yeah, like gleefully, like fucking little children. And the energy just looked like it was so much fun. It, you forget that. It, it would be miserable on the set of a jackass movie because uh, uh, every so often you get insights into their experiences like this, where they're just having a fucking blast. Yeah, I feel like the whole fucking time they're on set, that porta potty just must have been like rigged up at all times. You yeah. never know when it's gonna go off. Yeah, even in the middle of a sketch, it's fucking great. Um, and Aaron went to go poop. I don't know if this was was this what was connected to the. Is this the segue or is this separate? I don't know. But Aaron goes to take a shit in the porta potty. Um, this was Aaron. Aaron exploding in the porta potty was was what turned turned. It didn't all happen during away. the elephant gun. Did yeah. It? yeah. Yes. It did. Oh, yeah. It, this is what happened. Okay. Sorry, I couldn't remember if this was much later. But anyway, so it's Aaron in there, right? And I just we just got to talk about his reaction here because most guys get out of there and they're a little confused, but they start laughing. I could predict how Aaron would respond here. <laughs> Um, he goes in there and explodes. He comes out holding the toilet paper roll, so fucking pissed. <laughs> and he's just yelling at the top of his lungs, like, like an angry, uh, like an angry teenager whose friends just played some prank on him or something like, you know, I don't know, left him in the middle of the school fucking dance with his pants down or something. He's just yelling at the top of his lung, like, like with a vengeance, like he's going to live the rest of his teenage years to yeah. find a way to come back. Like his identity is now based moment. on the fact that he his, was caught I, in this prank. Yeah. That's it. And he's just yelling, fuck you guys at the top of his lungs. Fuck you guys. Like, he's enraged. He's not even enjoying it one bit. Like, dude, a toilet just blew up. Laugh a little bit. It's a poop joke. It's funny. But again, Aaron just taking things a little too personally, maybe. I don't know what it is. He gets fucked with all the time. I know. I know. I actually think, you know, kind of like what Chris was saying in the last episode, I think he's just so aware, especially 10 years removed from the last instance of jackass he's aware of what makes aaron aaron and i think like we had this in the butt chug the the hot sauce butt chug as well when they have the pump and the hot sauce goes into his eye and you can tell he's kind of laughing but then he tries to get angry again and he's like he's he is playing into that i think he's he's Mm -hmm. recognized what his Uh, what his his character is essentially and he channels that every so often it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the same if aaron started laughing about getting pranked that that's not his vibe and i think he knows that to his credit and i think he's never known it more than coming into this movie like he really embraced it and that might be the reason why he probably is the mvp of the entire movie oh yeah yeah you know what i mean and it's him finally understanding this role and really learning how to play into it we always talk about how johnny plays into the things when he has these little comments or or you know pontius knowing exactly what he needs to do i think he just didn't have that identity to the down properly before now he's got it and it's it shows he's sure. one of the the members everyone's talking about i i totally agree i totally agree he gets a lot of screen time in this movie and he does some of the craziest shit i'll agree with you guys on that but i still think he's a fucking spaz that's all i'm saying <laughs> uh so this next one just kind of comes into our lives what are you johnny I'm a fucking flamingo. What do you think? He just, he looks like a pink garbage bag. Like this is the worst flamingo costume I've ever seen in my this, life. They did uh, not the have a big budget for this. this. Yeah. This, this no. one is like, like the costumes on this. It's like they knew this one wasn't going to make the final, uh, the final cut. See, I, this is one of the ones I wish did. I really, no, I really, it. really like this one. But it's like, good concept. If, yeah. If they, if they thought that, then why do we have this? Unless they wanted to make it rinky dink, and that was the that was the appeal of it. But it this almost felt like a test run to see whether or not it could make the the final thing. True. Yeah, I could see that for sure. So what this is is the swing set gauntlet. You've basically got four 
mythical creatures, cow, flamingo, lobster, <laughs> sloth. Uh, dudes are swinging on the playground swing set. Hold on. Don't get too excited there, Mikey. Uh, the guys have to slide by slowly, very slowly on these big boxes uh, that are just kind of being pushed along the ramp. And they're trying to balance. Uh, and basically if they can get through and avoid the swings, which come on, we all know that's not going to happen. Um, because even if they manage to do it fair, someone's just going to push them back into the swings or something. Um, I love Dave's reaction here. He's like looking for approval cause he gets knocked off and he says, did I do it right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave's Dave's is so unfair. Cause you know, they're on that conveyor belt as, as they're going and, uh, they stop Dave right in front of, I think it's Aaron. Uh, in front of his swing set and Aaron just goes and full on drop kicks him. And it's oh, like, yeah. to me, that's the kind of thing in a jackass stunt that I don't like where, like we talked about with, with danger Aaron in the, in the bear sketch where it's like you, you're taking away the, the chance of them getting away with it and you're, you're rigging it against them. It's always a little bit more fun when happenstance is the reason why they get hurt. And there's always this like, will they get hit and will they not when they flat out stop the conveyor belt in front of Aaron, he just gets to like really wind up and kick him immediately. Aaron knows that that kind of wasn't cool. Cause he stops, he gets off and he's like oh shit guys like that was i really i felt my heel hit his liver like he like he could he like like inside his rib cage he was like playing the xylophone on his ribs with his toes it was yeah yeah dave literally flew and landed on like that sheet on his head yes like he that's like i don't think they expected it to go that way kind of like with the uh the exploding chairs when they land on the when we man lands backwards on the thing you know what i mean it's like you can't really prepare for all this stuff yeah Oh, my God. And what about uh, Nick Merlino with oh. a yoga ball, a lobster on a yoga ball trying to defend his place, his position. But when he gets kicked, watch out, boys. Sure, you can. Dude. He fucking drag an uppercut spins through the air, upright down beam. All right. A hundred percent. This is our second Street Fighter reference in two that. episodes. I like it. The weirdest thing about this for me was it might be the first time it seemed like Pontius actually wanted to hurt somebody. Like dude, Pontius he, he, he was on a different really level. Excited. He's one. like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And I was like, that doesn't sound like Pontius. He's always so like jokey and happy go lucky. And fuck does he ever wind up and swing? He hits him so hard. The funniest thing is if you look in the background after Poopies, Poopies is so shocked by the hit. He just like you'll just see him falling in the background. I don't know if he fell jumping off the swing or whatever, but he takes a big spill in the back corner of the thing, which I just happened uh, to no, glance and notice. No, he's he because yeah, yeah. it's it's slow motion and you could see he tries to get off and he just tries to get off his swing too quick and just eats it himself. Like he's, <laughs> so he's but yeah, you're right, Chris. There was something about Pontius in this one. And here's my thinking. I don't think he actually wanted to hurt someone. I think that Pontius just has such an inner child that you put him on a swing set and he just becomes a kid like that. He was just channeling the energy of someone who believes he and his friends or they and their friends are invincible and just fucking goes for it right like he i just ask you do you remember when we were kids and we had a seesaw set and i was like we got to play ninja turtles i'm like so like to choreograph it i'm like you got to like stand where the swings the seesaw is going and duck down right and i just you didn't duck down i blasted you in the face I think you were aiming oh. for me, though. See, I was being Pontius there. <laughs> yes, that's like, that's a, like a full again. stop, too. If you hit a teeter totter, that's like full stop, dude. It was like a, no it was it's like a, it's like a battering ram to the face. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was, it God was uh, a, a lot can be explained by looking at Chris and my interactions as as kids back in the day. Uh, they were, they were, they were something else. Um, I like you one. don't have like a disfiguring scar from that incident. That yeah. like lots of plastic that really surgery. Just... I do have scars on my back okay. from things that Chris did. To me. Was that from yeah. the from the uh, 
uh, the treadmill? The treadmill, oh, yeah. When I knocked Do you tell. off on the treadmill? Yes. Yes. And I got pinned against a wall. Ooh, did you get a, a burn off the yeah. treadmill? No, I have a scar. I still have a scar on my back to this day. <laughs> Gnarly, uh, but I, I cover it up oh. like uh, with a Phantom of the Opera mask. It, it really confuses people. I, I don't. <laughs> um, I love Nick Merlino in this one. It, it, I had to rewind the hit that he takes so many times because the weight, like, yeah, Jay, you know, you're mentioning like a Shuriken and uh, or a Set Set Sadukin and, and, and he's like flying and flipping all over the place. To me, it was like in every anime I've ever watched when someone jumps in the air to avoid a bunch of arrows coming their way and they do that like weird twist <laughs> yeah, barrel roll oh, like, totally and bad, somehow yeah. no arrows hit them because I don't know, they're moving or whatever. Uh, he did that exact thing. Like he like froze in the air like he's he's in Smash Bros, like in a midair uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like dash avoid or something like that. It was fucking crazy. A what, Mikey? A dash avoid. A midair dash avoid? Mid midair. Uh, uh, well, I mean, there's there's. You spent a lot of time thinking about that one. It's well, look it up, Chris. It's a it's a Smash Bros. term. <laughs> We're trying to make up fucking key terms again. I'm sick of you guys. <laughs> fake words, fake dictionary. This fucking show can have its own goddamn dictionary at this point. And what a dictionary uh, it would be. It would be mostly shit that Chris made up, though. Yeah, let's right. be real. Right. But you know what uh, I mean, so it's all good. Yeah, I know what you mean. You're you're good. Thank um, you. Um, hey guys, you like old folks? Do you like the way they smell and uh, taste? Mm. Do you like the appearance of an old guy? Depends. I didn't have a segue, and I tried. And obviously uh, we have the nice, the nice return of uh, Harvey Zistman. Harvey. Harvey Irving. 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 Is that his name? Irving. Oh, Irving. Irving. I think I confused him and the guy from TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Wait. Well, he's back in his wheelchair anyway. Uh, they're at the spa and fitness center. This one, is, this one's really fucking strange. I, I'm excited to talk about this. So, uh, we're talking to about not two, not yet. We're talking about an old lady that Irving is really quite fond of, and he, he wants to pork her. Now, listen, it's uh, you know, it, this is no ordinary um. Uh, this is no ordinary, uh, situation because I, the guy pushing him, like he has a handler, right? Like pushing the wheelchair around. Brad, his name's Brad. Yeah. Brad's this guy's name. Now we don't know anything about Brad. Brad doesn't know that this is a jackass stunt. Brad's not in on the gimmick. And once I figured that out, I, I immediately knew where this was going and I got excited. Uh, fucking Zisman's got game here, boys. <laughs> uh, he asked Brad, you guys want to have some fun? So he says, okay. Knoxville stands up and he pulls the fucking fire alarm <laughs> right outside dying. the spa center. And imagine that oh happened to God. you. Like, just imagine yeah, that. Trying to explain and that and how scared you would be. Like, oh, it's perfect. Perfect move. What Chris is saying right there is right on point because it's an old guy. He's he's scot-free you can do whatever the fuck he wants you can't like a guy this old it doesn't nobody's gonna believe you that that was that like they might but he's gonna be so innocent and cute that all he has to do is play that fucking card and he's off the hook so yeah brad well, the, you're fucked the thing the thing i i found funniest about this one like this 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 sketch weirdly it's i say this with a bit of hesitation because i don't think it lands and i think ultimately it's a big fail but it has the random element and the and the vibe and maybe you'll agree with me on this jay of a an eric andre prank where the absurdity just keeps on ramping up and getting weirder and bigger and stranger until ultimately it ends where it ends which is just like yeah. where the how the fuck did we get here um uh but but the funniest thing about it is how small it starts with brad you said jay that we don't know anything about him i can paint a picture of brad yeah. brad is a guy who has <laughs> okay. waved the 
don't paint me with the, this this brush as I say this because I I think there's a lot of good things that are coming out of these conversations. But Brad is the guy who has waved the woke flag his entire life, always wanting to publicly say the right thing and be on the quote unquote right side. And then when it comes time for him to put up or shut up, he does absolutely nothing to this old man. He doesn't stand up for what he believes. You can tell he just kind of rolls his eyes and like tries to push back a little bit, but Irving pushes right back and then he just gives it up. It's like, hey, 100%. Brad, this was your chance to stand behind what you said instead of tweeting about what you believe. Uh, do something and Brad did nothing. <laughs> Do you think he was just a little distracted by all the dick everywhere? Well, right, <laughs> so, so that's what happens. Like right when he brings it, all these old guys come out. I don't know where they found so many guys with tiny old guys with tiny dicks. Like it made me feel really good about myself. But um, some of them are coming tiny. for you. Some too. Of them no, I was making so it. I was oh, making yeah. a joke. There okay. were some serious <laughs> fucking hogs serious in there. Serious hogs. Holy <laughs> moly! I, like, I wanted I to like, downplay because I'm like, yo, if you, were <laughs> what? There were some real ballpark franks in that. Uh, <laughs> That there. Yeah, I think even Knoxville said some comment when he said something like, "Dude, it's like those that. fucking hot dogs that are so goddamn big they don't even fit in the bun." You know? Yes. <laughs> Foreskin included. You got it. Oh, that was such a funny thing. And and he, I see. I I feel like I liked it because exactly like you said, I didn't like Brad from the beginning. I just yeah. I, I could tell yeah. I didn't like him as a person, and <laughs> and I, I think he was very uncomfortable about all of this. So watching him squirm just made me very, very happy yeah. in a weird sadistic way. That was good. good but point. then once it kind of starts to lose the thread and it just keeps getting like, there's just a fucking dance party. And then there's like a yeah. show of hands of who thinks Brad yeah, yeah. pulled the thing. Like this but is Rachel one comes out too, though. Don't forget about yeah. that. She comes to give him shit, Mikey. Right. Remember? Right. There's that whole awkward seg segment there where I you really get to see Brad sweat in this part because it's not only is it I'm surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes. Yeah, maybe I could handle that, but a girl? Mm -hmm. well, that's <laughs> even worse. How, how dare a girl? I'm just going to say he's intimidated and he's got yes. that funk of like a guy who's just socially awkward around the opposite sex. hundred percent. He's, he's just got that going on about him. You yes. know what I mean? Well, the, the thing that when you said like by the end, it's like, how do we even get here? What I love is when it starts getting a little weird and uncomfortable, fucking Party Boy makes his fucking yeah. appearance. <laughs> party Boy And he does up. the original Party Boy dance with the original song, original outfit. I'm like, this is the fucking best. Like, it just, I did not expect that. You know what I mean? So it was just, I, I, I love this. Yeah, yeah. There are individual no, sure. parts, like individual moments in this, which are really good. Like them all coming out and Brad getting blamed for pulling it. That's great. Party Boy coming out. That's great. But having it all in the same minute and a half prank if you can even call it a prank just felt like a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat like it was just a little mm -hmm. bit too much uh even though some of its individual moments were good like i love to see party boy that was like a moment in my notes that i was excited about but it felt yeah. to me like it felt to me like one part too much tuna from like crawl show and one part a tim robinson sketch like, especially to the point, like, a Tim Robinson sketch from, like, I think you should leave, uh, where at the end of it, they just point, it's like, okay, guys, who thinks that Brad did it? And everyone's like, oh, I think it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, this is yeah, so dude, the weird. The delivery on that was perfect, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's exactly, I think you should leave right there. It really yeah. is, right? Um, yeah. I got to ask, though, too, do you think Brad got it at this point? Does he know Party Boy? Does he know what he's a part of? Or is I don't he that think so. removed? Because he seemed clueless the whole time. I really don't think he did. I think I think he was, like, getting frustrated, like, this is ridiculous type thing. But he didn't have the balls to stand up for himself, as Mikey was saying. But yeah. we, we, we got to keep in mind, like, most of the people that are, like, would be involved in something like this 
that are like signing up for these types of things are a younger generation that jackass was way before their time yeah you know what i mean it's not like it's like at that level where the internet was already out where there's clips on instagram and you're seeing all this shit like like we were watching the movie in the theaters the guys behind us didn't even know what jackass really was right so it's definitely more than feasible that he had no idea who party boy was yeah i i think i think that's definitely possible I have an example and a fucking question here. It's science time, motherfuckers. Okay. Because I brought examples. All right. Cool. Now, I just got to ask you on this topic, though, this subject specifically. Does that shit, like when you hear something or see something that, you know, is from another time, from your time, and nobody seems in the room or no one in the group seems to be picking up on it, do you feel validated by that or you just feel fucking old? Because I had this happen. I was watching the recent, like, clips from that recent fucking, uh, you know, they, it's the video game summer season you know, they're announcing all the yep. new shit and they had an Xbox showcase and this racing game came on and they're playing me first in the gimme gimme's, you know, you guys know who that is? No, in no the music. It's a it's a punk band that just does old like fucking music from like oh, shit. They'll do anything. They'll go like from the music from like the 50s and 60s upwards and just cover shit as punk rock tunes. It's got Fat Mike from No Effects playing oh, nice. bass in the band. It's an old punk band, but they're using their music in the fucking trailer and I'm like, holy shit, that's me first. And I feel like I'm the only dude watching this who's like, I can't be the only dude, but like, you know, it just makes me feel like an old ass man and it's like, you just feel alone in this fucking room. It yeah. really it bothers like Mikey. I know it bothers Mikey because like all those, you know, girls and little girls he's trying to pick up, they mm-hmm. he has no reference point for them anymore. <laughs> he can't really get them in the car at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. all of this was Chris, set you up think I'm not joke, doing my way. research on... <laughs> How hard do you think it is for me to watch twenty minutes of a Blippy cartoon? I I know all. I know all about (laughs) that guy. I can dress up as Blippy if I want. Oh my god, maybe you are Blippy, and this is your secret. All those TV guys end up being fucking pedos. Let's be honest. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel old all the time, and it's fucking terrifying. And uh, I don't. That isn't going to go anywhere. I started off this podcast literally saying I'm in the middle of a midlife crisis, and I wish I was joking. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. I'm sorry for you, bud. You're gonna see me like roll up in the next one. It's like freaking like a uh, Ed Hardy T-shirt on. Oh and, like, yeah, freaking- <laughs> hell yeah. yeah! Bring back the Ed yeah, Hardy. Yeah. But uh, hey, if you guys really want to feel fucking old, how about a grown man in a silver suit pooping himself? Because we're going back to that now. <laughs> Uh, if you had a, didn't have a midlife crisis before, welcome to the club. Preston's in the silver suit, you know, the one with the camel toe. Uh, this is Ball Knocker, says we, we Man. So this is the sketch we didn't get to see in the movie, which is strange. They kind of rever- played a reverse on us here. They put the outtake in the film and put the sketch in the outtake film. So there you go. Uh, Wee Man's in the middle here. He's suspended on some wires. Uh, and he's got balloons strapped to him. And, uh, well, you guys have seen this before. Um, you know, those novelty desk toys where you got the silver balls, you hit one, it knocks into the middle one, knocks the one on the other side out. It rinses and repeats. If you've ever been in a psychology office, you've done a psychotherapist office, you've seen one. (laughs) So that's what they're trying to replicate here. So everybody's in silver, including Wee Man. You got the two big boys on either side elevated above him. And and the idea is we're going to drop these two guys at the same time and see how many balloons we can pop. And that's basically it. Uh, there's not a whole lot to say, like it pretty much goes as you would expect, but I do love Zach's comment that he says afterwards, uh, he says my asshole hurts, <laughs> which is so like that type of pain is, is just like miles away from what the sketch is yet somehow his asshole hurts. I, 
it's Don't funny because this this Jackass four point five came out right around the time uh, that we had released an episode. It was the episode where Chris randomly started talking about his asshole during one of the. <laughs> it, it hurts when I hear someone uh, when I see someone take a slant. That's why I knew what he was right, going through right, over here. Right. Okay. And and uh, as someone <laughs> messaged us, I think it was on on YouTube, explicitly saying. Uh, uh, Zach ass has a moment that that is so reminiscent of what Chris did there, uh, which is funny. Now we finally get to <laughs> That's see hilarious. it. I apologize if you're out there listening. I can't remember who sent the message, Shit. but uh, I, I didn't take a note on it. It was just something that I that I thought about. Um, this is a great one. You know what it got me thinking of, though, is like I've been talking about how Wee Man just feels like he 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 seems like he's kind of over it. Like he just like hands in the yeah. air, like whatever, I'll be there for the sketch. But like, I'm not going to like that's his vibe is like really detached. And I kind of get it now because every other stunt that he had to be in in a, in a in a past jackass experience or movie, TV show, whatever he had, he had one big guy to deal with. <laughs> He has 100% more problems to deal with now in the form of Zackass. And they're always spinning. Now it's two, two versus one. And each one of yeah. them are four of him. So it's eight versus one now. Like, it just, I feel oh bad for God. the guy. Yeah. Before, if you get hit, you move one way. Now he's getting yes. literally sandwiched. <laughs> Nowhere to go. Yeah. Oh, dude. I didn't even think of it that way, but you're right. Yeah, it's so true. Really punishing them. It's fucking. It's like like yeah. talk about like literally tipping the scales. It's like <laughs> it's just Wee Man doesn't stand a fucking chance these days. Um, the, I feel like Bam drew this sketch out on paper. This like this feels has like, like a that very Bam, Bam drawing one as well. Yeah. On paper, oh, this yeah. is like Fuck the greatest that. idea ever. It, yeah. Like it was a good stunt, but it, I don't think it panned out the way that if you told me about it, I would have been like, oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I mean. It, it just would have really hurt. Like I, I wanted like if it would be one thing if one moved and the other moved, just right. like they kind of do on the things. But it was just one big car crash. It was literally a car crash. That you know what it kind of reminds with. me of is is uh, Chris. Remember when we were doing? I think this was in uh, Jackass season three, and there was the body check episode, the hockey episode, where where Johnny Knoxville was taking a bunch of checks on on the ice, and we were kind of like, well, this it. it it hurts way more than you could ever imagine because body checks on hockey probably just don't show themselves as well. And, mm-hmm. and the, 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 the grand showing of like how big and, and painful it must be doesn't translate well to, to the screen. And I think this is the same thing. You're right. Like you have 800 pounds worth of human being coming at you and, and squishing you. Uh, and, and there's like nothing to really break the fall except for a couple balloons, which by the way, as they're prepping to do this and they're like, okay, guys, we're ready to go. Everyone says, yes. We man's reaction. He covers his ears as though the thing he's most worried about is the sound of popping balloons. Your priorities are fucked. We man, you have two massive men who are about to crush you. Uh, and you're worried about bursted eardrums, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, actually, it's funny that you point that out. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, what the fuck was he thinking there? That's great. And I think he got um, KO'd, eh? Like, I think he actually got oh, knocked yeah. out for a little bit. It, it It's pretty gnarly, man. I mean, like, that's a lot of weight coming at you. And I know you might think like, oh, well, there's a lot of fat on those bones. So it's kind of like getting hit with two pillows. But I, I don't think so. Those are weight pretty is fucking weight, heavy pillows. Yeah, yeah those are it's a car crash. Literally, he got in a car pillows. crash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a uh, one hell of a stunt, and uh, I I want to know now if Bam fucking wrote that one out. Uh, that's that's killing me. It There's got to be a nap yeah. somewhere. But uh, yeah, boys, we're back to something that I think Chris would like here. Pontius brings up the Wild Boys here, another oh, Wild yeah. Boys reference. We've got three things on the menu: fish, strings, and packages. <laughs> Yank our packages taut. 
And uh, that's basically exactly what we're going to do. So uh, this is Steve-O. He says, I'm Steve-O. This is Dine and Dash. Um, he puts a fish up his butt. So it's like, yeah, we've seen this before. I've I've seen this before. Go watch. You, you know, you could like randomize all of the episodes of Wild Boys and there's a good percentage of chance that you're going to have something, some sort of fish going into Steve-O's butt cheeks. <laughs> uh, so I got some, you know, I got some flashbacks here. They're going to have an eagle come and grab the fish. So the eagle lands gently next to him here. And the eagle just kind of has like, a nice gourmet dinner out of his yeah. asshole. It's like it's, it's way using more great table manners than you're going to expect. Yeah, and I was yeah not expecting that at all. I love that you know it's not really working. So he asks Johnny, please rub the fish on my balls. Like they need to get that smell into other areas so this gets a little more aggressive. And uh, boys, what happens next? It's not as bad as the pogo stick to the nuts, but it looks pretty sore when that bird goes in for a big bite right on that big nut sack. Yeah, he doesn't quite clip the nutsack, but he gets close. He gets close and and all but it turns out like most of the cuts that Steve-O has are from like the claws of the bird. Like it's not it's the biting isn't really the issue here. Uh and it's not it isn't an eagle. I'm pretty sure it's a a, a turkey vulture. No, it's um, the same raptors they used in all the other sketches. That's what I was going to say is, do we think it's the same bird that was yeah, in Yeah, Steve-O the, goes and says it later on where he's like I wasn't giving up on this raptor, so Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he actually does refer to that. Uh, but they have one shot, which is like the grossest angle of a, of a shot in a Jackass movie I've seen from like under <laughs> Steve-O's balls. You just see oh, yeah. a hairy butt crack and hairy balls and a fish out yeah, of dude. his ass. And I'm like, That's at the... this point, I had to pause the movie and be like, did I want to be here at 33 years old? Is this is this what I wanted to be doing with my life? Um, and the answer is a resounding yes. This I can't yeah, imagine something yes. I'd rather be doing. But I'm, uh, I'm yeah. just shocked, Mikey, that you didn't you didn't recognize the jackhammer shot. The jackhammer shot. Yeah, that's a classic in the in a pornographic oh. movies. The jackhammer <laughs> shot is when you get underneath, you know, <laughs> up close and personal. That makes sense. Yeah, the it's for uh, the guys I'm, who don't. Who don't like to look their women in the eyes when they're doing their, you know. Yeah, I only watch uh, sub sub porn. Uh, I can't watch aggressive men in in pornography uh, because it just makes me feel lesser than uh, knowing that I'll never be able to live up to something like that. (sighs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me and me and Chris just hand (laughs) in hand. I kind of feel like I'm porn together. (laughs) I kind of feel like I should agree with you guys because you know that was it's it's going around, but um, I don't know if I want to be a part of that family. You know, I think I'll. uh, I think we're going to divorce myself with this family on this <laughs> That's one. That's probably uh, I don't blame you, bud. The more we, we, we've logged hundreds of hours of talking with each other, and if you did, yeah. I would think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, okay, but. Uh, so this wasn't enough, though. That's the, that's the point of this whole thing, guys. This just wasn't enough. Like, yeah, we did the fish in the ass. Yeah, hit or miss. Hey, I got an idea. Let's try to get the raptor to rip off his eyebrows now. Yeah, Steve-O, <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Uh, this is what Mikey had referenced earlier in in our show that uh, it was either Mikey or Chris, or I can't remember who it was, but Steve was basically so embarrassed after this that he's hiding his fucking eyebrows everywhere. He didn't want to go out. He didn't want yeah. to be seen in public. He hated this. He hated the way he looked. But what I love about the the sketch here is that when they put that tape over his eyebrows, they tie a string to it, and they're basically just going to let this thing fucking go. What I love here is that... Um, 
Steve-O's loving it the whole way through, and you can tell it's because he hasn't seen himself in the mirror yet, and I'm just getting a <laughs> kick out of that, that he thinks it was the coolest thing, and I just picture like him going back to his trailer after, and, and the, the reaction he must have had when he looked in the mirror that must have been priceless. That wide-eyed look on his face when his eyebrows come off, it was just so fast and sudden, and he was like frozen in the moment. He was just like... Well, dude, you know he, what I mean? he manages... Yeah, yeah. And this is this is this is a surprise. This is a, a talent. He manages to convey surprise without eyebrows. That's <laughs> that is, that's no easy feat. You well, know exactly what he's like. thinking, and he doesn't have the eyebrows to help him out with that. That is so funny. It's such, it's such a good point, honestly, because the eyebrows are exactly what shows that. Yeah. I've never even. I'm like, why does this look so weird and strange? And that's exactly the answer to my question. That's fucking 100%. awesome. Did you did you guys catch what Dark Shark uh, said about? referencing the birds here and how much how much he hates them he says i'd rather have a bear up my ass than that motherfucker well <laughs> no he said the bear i think he said the bear like referring to that already to, happened yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay the bear segment yeah i just thought that was imagine if strange, he did though uh, that would be ironic as fuck that would be hilarious or maybe was, that's what made them do it i was hoping uh i yeah. was hoping someone was going to join the fray with a joke like uh, uh steve-o's new name is steve alopecia would have been oh. pretty good <laughs> That's really good, Mikey. <laughs> I would have liked that. Do you th- but you, you can't uh, ever expect me to come in with an actual good joke like that. Like, if it's not pee-pee, poo-poo, ha-ha, it's not coming out of my mouth. So anything witty like that, you just got to jump in and fucking no, give her. No, I was saying someone on set. Like, Rachel Wolfson feels oh, like she would have been good for yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, like she, yeah. she, she has some great one-liners. Uh, not that I'm saying that that's... That's not good enough for her to say. I, she's way funnier than I am, but like, you just kind of want something there. I feel like when you get someone like Steve on set, though, like any of the old crew, it's very rare that the younger or the newer uh, uh, generation of jackass are going to come in and, and try to take the piss out of them. It's almost like there's like too much respect, unless you're poopies who flat out farts on Johnny Knoxville, which is good on him. <laughs> I got to ask you, do you, do you guys know uh, for a fact if, because Pontius makes a comment when he's got the eyebrows on the tape, just like perfectly intact on these strips of tape, <laughs> surprised eyebrows. Uh, do either <laughs> of you know, because he makes a comment about, I'm going to sell these for an auction and for to raise money. Like, did that happen? Does anybody I, have? I don't know, but if it did, I think we need to pool our listeners, set up a GoFundMe so that the jackass crew actually buys those fucking eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, would love would love to see yeah. that. But no, I'm just sitting at night just rubbing them on, the on your face like, ooh. <laughs> Jerking I, off, you know. I like the idea that they still move when Steve-O moves his eyes. <laughs> like they, they move like, like it's fucking idle hands here and they're going after Jessica Alba. Ooh, yeah. Fuck, that was a good movie. It wasn't even a good movie. I just fell in love with it from that moment on. Of course. Uh, there is a moment at the end of this one, speaking of Pontius, and it is during that interview when they just earnestly talk about how much they enjoy working together. That oh, was so sweet. It just made me That's so happy. It's nice. I love yeah. how they were together interviewing. It's just like they're still such good bros. And it's like, I just I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, boys, you know what I love so much? You know what I love? Uh, water skiing? Want to chant? Yeah, I was going to say, anybody want to start chanting USA with me? USA! Weird. USA! USA! Chris probably does. Chris fucking loves genuous. USA. I fucking love US USA. Listeners. You guys know the majority of our listener base is is fucking Americans, right? Of course. Neither one of us. And British. And Australian. Really? Yeah, what happened yeah. to our Canadians? What? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking show up, dog. I got like fucking hundreds of friends over here. Fucking obviously knowing gives a fuck. <laughs> fucking losers. Yeah, I'm talking to you. If you're listening to this right now, then tell well, wait, me. No, and I'll know you're my real friend. That's there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you're if you're talking to them, they're listening. We don't want to insult them. 
No, this is it's so, like it's like it's Steve at the end of his podcast. He always has a secret message for the street team, and then you feel like you're all special because <laughs> you know he's team. talking about it. Yeah, he's like, this is my favorite part. You guys are my, the real members sticking around from beginning to end, and I'm like, is, that's me. I've been here Steve-O, every episode. Okay, aside from Chris, is Steve-O just still high from all the the, the crack or what? Because like, do street teams actually exist? Are there really people out there going out into the night putting up flyers and fucking singing the praises of Steve-O? You know, in large gangs, preferably all wearing the same T-shirt with this. Yeah, dude. No eyebrows. No bandanas. Eyebrows. The only eyebrows they have are two that they bought from Pontius in a charity auction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying someone should start the Church of Stevo if if that is a thing. All the street team members get together um, and uh, yeah, buy his, buy his shit, right? They should. Steve-O. I mean, he, someone's got it. But what Steve-O doesn't like, he'll sell you a surfboard, but he will not sell you on this ramp, boys. Nope. He says, what the hell is that ramp, dude? Like, what kind of sissy operation is this? I mean, oh, and then he found out that they're wearing a rocket pack. Hell yeah. All right. I I approve of this ramp now. Did you guys know Poopies was a water skier? Did not know that. Is he, like, professionally trained? Is he... he yeah, I know he was like, a surfer, but I didn't know. No, apparently he like he's a water skier as well. They they have him coming up here, and he's like, "That's this is one of the things he does." It's him and Parks Bonifay is which the, with a name like Parks Bonifay, you either water ski or you play lacrosse for the Duke lacrosse team. Like there's there is <laughs> it's one or the other. You got to just pick pick your battle. Yeah. So we've got uh, middle aged father Bunny the lifeguard in his bathrobe here. He really just looks like a dad who just got out of the shower and he's getting ready for bedtime here. That bathrobe is thick, uh, but he's looking good. I'm glad to see the bunny outfit has made an appearance here because I thought that was dropped entirely. Poopies has his jet jetpack on with liquid CO2 and the big red kicker awaits. So we're going to hit the hit the waves and see what we can do. Uh, but not before we get a shot of Bunny the lifeguard. Man, that Poontang camel toe shot there. Gotta <laughs> love that. Take 69. Here we go. So, Chris, what'd you think of the song playing in this bit? You like this one. Am I right? I'm trying to remember what song it is. I didn't have it down in my notes. It's a little tune from the 1980s by the name of Vacation. Vacation. Vacation, all I ever wanted. Vacation. Oh, I don't know it. I can't I sing any more than that because uh, we'll get taken down on YouTube if I sing too accurately. <laughs> <laughs> He's just too good. He's just too fucking good, people. That's all there is to it. No, I, um, I specifically remember you referencing the song somewhere. I'm sure it came up in one of the episodes before, and you were like, man, I'm really glad they put that in there. I'm sure that was you. Well, Either wasn't there, I think, I'm pretty sure there was a water skiing episode uh, or, or segment earlier, and they had vacation on it as well. Oh, so okay. maybe I'm just tripping I, I'm out. Sure Mikey, that was singing wasn't, yeah. he, Mikey was purposely down singing it, so we didn't get removed for copyright infringement, <laughs> so maybe I just couldn't figure it out. It doesn't uh, matter, you, though. Be, sorry, Mikey. Did up? you guys like the vibe of this one? Like, I, I really loved this one. You good know, feeling, a good, yeah. like, water-themed stunt, water skiing, or or they'll do, like, the, uh, uh, they, they've done wakeboarding ep- uh, things, or or there was the one episode where they, they were at, like, a wakeboard park, and they, they were being pulled off the ramps and everything. You get the famous shot of Steve-O in the thong getting pulled, like, tw- 20 feet above the water. I, I'm always down for a good, a good water skiing thing. And this one gave me vibes that were similar to, like, the sandbelt skiing. Uh, Sandbelt skating, which is a a stunt like who would have thought we would reference that one as often as we do, or at least I do a lot. But I love the makeshift element of like there's an idea here. It didn't work out close to what we thought it was going to work out to. But the feeling of like, okay, no, no, I got it next time. Give me one more and I'll get it. Give me one more and I'll get it. And Poopy's just constantly trying to pull the CO2 
the first time he just face plants completely like he's not <laughs> expecting the, the propulsion the second time he, he he hits the ramp and like goes over the ramp with the propulsion of the co2 oh, yeah. carrying him it's over nuts. but like parks foot up in the air <laughs> parks bonifay parks bonifay ex-duke lacrosse player uh current water skier fucking nails it on his first shot pulls the co2 goes right over the ramp sails through the sky probably could have landed it if you gave him another shot parks the hero of this one for sure yeah it was well done for sure it's good to see a professional take the reins i i mean poopies gave it his best but it's poopies after all you know like i don't know i don't know how how many tries it would take to hammer it into his brain to get him you know adjusted for that like he, he just seems like the kind of guy who it's, it's better if he doesn't do things true you know the way true. they're supposed to it's like better that he fucked up you know it's funnier everybody's losing their shit watching him go like i said there's that second attempt where he's, he's like one skis up in the air and he's doing like a like an l <laughs> with his legs he's upside down it's it's just great i'm just glad that they put him in the suit you know it worked out well yeah i uh i i liked that it's also like you this is a blink and you miss it thing but uh there was a fantasy island theme going on here because you have uh wee man dressed as as the guy who says da plane boss da plane and rings the bell in fantasy island because the theme is that the concept is you're going to go so high off the ramp that you look like an airplane and and you get wee man ringing the bell at one point otherwise you don't understand why he's just standing there in a white suit with a mustache and a bowl cut you're like what is he doing here finally he rings the bell and i'm like oh that makes sense that's so funny yeah yeah that yeah, was great. Uh, we get a next little short interstitial here. It's the boxing glove gun, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. Tony Hawk has an apple on his head. It doesn't move when he gets hit. Why did you call what him Tony Hawk, think? though, Jay? I don't get yeah, that. What did you guys think of Tony Hawk in this one, huh? Why Why are you calling him Tony Hawk? <laughs> yeah, Jay. I'm making a joke at my own expense, goddammit. Can't you get on board? Jay, it- you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to make yourself sound better, not worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you said Eric Andre, it would have made more sense. <laughs> it's Jasper. I'm just I picked the skinniest, whitest dude I could think of in the Jackass crew, and I put him there. Yeah, we know, we know. You motherfuckers. <laughs> I just thought it'd be a good joke, and nobody laughed. It's fine. Oh, we it's just fine. wanted to let you sit in it a little bit, you know, squirm yeah, a little, I'm you know. I'm like Preston in the silver suit right now. I know. I know <laughs> No, guys. No, but you know what? I I gotta say this though. Yeah. The, the apple not moving off his head was brilliant. Did you notice that? Like the glove pushes his cheek and jaw to one side. Like Jasper's face is at like it's at like a fucking forty five degree angle, and the apple's just sitting there. I was, I he, was he blown takes, away I mean, by the that. apple does fall off eventually, but it takes way longer. Like in my mind, if that's happening to me, I'm flinching right away. Like I'm I'm that apple's up a thousand miles in the air. Wee man's ringing the bell for Fantasy Island. That thing's going so high. Uh, uh, but I, 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 I was impressed with how long he balanced that thing on his head, even after getting nailed by by the uh, uh, the boxing glove. And then just like tumbling off that block was kind of neat. Yeah. And I got to say, the joke at my own expense as well. If you didn't tune into the previous episode where I <laughs> accidentally had my notes wrong and fucked up, this part makes no sense. Notes wrong. It makes me sound like <laughs> a huge asshole. <laughs> it's fine. We're moving on. Um, 
Yeah. And Jake keeps his brain, his notes in his brain. <laughs> Jake keeps his notes in his brain. <laughs> that was dumb. Fuck. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Sorry. He took a swing and a miss. It's I right. feel like, I feel two like, uh, you know, we, we could take a swing and, and go for uh, a few more stunts in this one, but we're getting close to the end of the hour. We usually put hold and we've got a really big one coming up next. It's the, it's some of the outtakes from Aaron's cup test. I think we save those for the next episode. So we I can agree. really spend a little bit more time on them. Uh, but look, it turns out as we've always said, it takes us about an hour to get through 20 minutes worth of jackass. Uh, this episode being no different. Yeah, there's a lot here to chew on. Um, and it's fun. Like, I, I'm glad that uh, we are taking our time with it, guys. It's been great going through it piece by piece. And like when this is all wrapped up, that's pretty much it. Like, I mean, you don't get a lot of um, you're not going to get a lot more of this for a while until the TV show comes out. So let's enjoy it while we can. Exactly. But uh, as always, if you're enjoying the show so far and Jackass 4.5, let us know your thoughts, what you're thinking of it. You can always find us as always at Jackass Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I know I fuck this up every time. Let's do the MVP. Well, no, I was waiting yeah, for that. I was going to say you should do it again. That's okay. <laughs> MVPs, LVPs. I always, I always love doing this one. You know what? I'm, I'm going to start us off. I'm going to go MVP of this one, and it's going to be Chris Pontius. Chris just in every, every time he showed up in this one, whether it was, it was the hot shit water skiing or him on the ski set or him in big game hunting it just felt like he had like i've said this before modern day chris pontius it feels like there's something missing a little bit like he's trying to rekindle something like maybe he's just trying to put on the old pontius personality and, and sometimes it fits a little awkwardly in this one though it really did feel like he figured it out he just had that child childish kind of vibe to him he just felt like he was having an, a fucking blast on set and you when he's like that you can tell he's everyone's favorite person on set people are paying more attention to him than the people doing the stunts themselves. So for this one, I'm giving the MVP to Pontius. I'm nice. going with Knoxville. Oh, we nice. don't get to see so much Knoxville in between these two things. And with between the, the Harvey, the Irving Zisman stunt <laughs> between the, the back and forth with him and Tremaine, how he's always seems to be there in the background, ready to, fuck somebody up he was part of the elephants the elephant gun sketch like this is the most concentrated knoxville i think we're gonna get out of all the, the forever and 4.5 so gotta give it to the captain you know el capo i like that uh nick merlino for being frame perfect <laughs> nice. all right i like it I like that one. He's uh, yeah, gave us a bunch of references to anime and Street Fighter. So for that, you get my approval as well. LVPs, uh, the least valuable player of this episode. I'm going to give this one to uh, none other than Brad. Go fuck oh, yourself, Brad. I don't I like you. Him. You uh, you 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 had a chance to put up or shut up, and you shut the fuck up. And uh, I wouldn't mind if you stayed that way. I'm giving it to good old Beta Cuck Brad. <laughs> Uh, I didn't get I didn't get a look at all the dicks in that segment. I mean, I'll go back and watch it if you'd like me to. But sure. whichever of the old guys had the smallest hog, <laughs> he's my LVP. That's a fucking good one, Jake. You're fucking good at these, man. No, the LVPs man, you crush. I think I think that guy should be the MVP for having the balls, <laughs> no pun intended, to sit out there no, he with has the, the balls smallest dick. Right, yeah. You can tell a casting done. call went out there, and it was basically like. Average size dicks need not apply. We need the biggest and the smallest, and that's it. And we're just putting them next to each other to show just a chasm. You know what? A lot of people are talking about the chasm death of the middle dicks. class. I'm talking about the death of the average size dick on a jackass set. Too bad Poopies wasn't a bit older. He could have been in that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Talk about playing in the field of dicks. <laughs> 
There, there's a quote. I believe it's CKY three or four. We'll get there. That's going to come up. I want to play in the field of dicks. Keep that in your minds, listener. Maybe one day we'll talk about that. I don't know. But you know what? For now, I think we're all done talking about um, talking about this until we come back for part three. Yeah. Shit. It's been fun. It's been fun. Any any uh, any closing thoughts, boys? Anything? Anything at all? Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm dragging my feet a little bit when it comes to wanting to close off Jackass 4.5. Like you said, Jay, this this could be very well the last new Jackass we get for a couple years even. You never know. Yeah, I know they've greenlit uh, the TV show, but, you know, you got to start. You got to cast. You got to film. You got to edit. It could be a very long time since we see that. And uh, it, it's a little bit of a bummer knowing that. I'd love to get more content uh, sooner, but I don't think it's in the cards. I concur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to sit here and watch Chris nod for a few more seconds. Yeah. I kind of started daydreaming. I figured out a way that I could smoke my hookah while we're doing this without a bu- the bubbling noise messing up the audio. There's that mute button right in front of me. I can't believe I never thought about that before. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I just wanted to like maybe Mikey. I'm surprised Mikey's not pissed off about that because I could have been doing it the whole time every time I had to touch something. But yeah. It's fine. I, 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 I've just given up on on thinking editing this is going to be easy because I legitimately <laughs> have to go through your entire audio and cut out every moment you're not talking. <laughs> Little peek behind the curtain. All right. All right. I'm gonna put, I, the referee is going to blow the whistle now. That's it. Game over. What are you doing? He's, he's, oh, he's being a dick. You he's couldn't just, hear me, could you? I was testing doing it a out. nice visual joke for this audio podcast. <laughs> Well, I was on mute. It has to be fucking visual. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Just please. End, yeah, let's just end the show. I'm pulling a J here. <laughs> How does it feel? Pretty good, actually. Now I know I'll be you honest. Do it. Feels pretty what? shitty for me still. No changes. <laughs> Net neutral. I'll say that. <laughs> Doesn't matter who's dragging their feet. It sucks. Bye. I'm Jason. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it.